entrance of God's word gives understanding unto the simple. So open your heart and you'll receive insight. Welcome to Beloved City, a place you can call home, a place where you can experience the practicality of God's word. Be diligent to present yourself to prove unto God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling the word of truth. So sit tight, get your Bible and prepare to take notes as you tune into today's message. God bless you as you listen. Okay, it's another time in God's presence and we believe that He will speak to us. And I'm really grateful for this privilege to share God's word with us. Can we just say in Jesus' name that we thank you for another privilege in your presence. That we pray that even to speak to us in the name of Jesus. We pray that everything you are going to learn today you are going to help us to do them in the name of Jesus. We won't just be listeners alone, but we'll do your word in the name of Jesus. Thank you for answering our prayers. For in Jesus' name we are prayed. I hope the sound is better now. Okay, today's topic we'll be talking about the bal- a balanced Christian. That starts from the book of Matthew. A balanced Christian. A balanced Christian. Okay, wherever we are, please let us bring out our pens, our, bi- uh, our Bible, and our books. Our pens, our Bible, and our books. Our pen, our Bible, and our books. Now. Ah. Who is a balanced Christian? A balanced Christian to me is a believer that spends his time and energy on his priorities so as to avoid emotional problems. A balanced Christian is a believer that spends his time and energy on his priorities to avoid emotional problems. And we know emotional problem isn't just about heartbreak. Emotional problem is the state where you are unsettled, where you are anxious, where you are confused. That is what emotional problem is all about. And now, the topic says a balanced Christian. Okay, this only reveals that you can be a Christian and not be balanced. Because you are saved doesn't mean that you are meant to be balanced. You can love God and not be balanced. You can love God and not be balanced. That is why. It is about growth. We are growing into the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. We are learning. Yes, we are learning spiritually. We are learning how to live in, in the other areas of our life. We are learning how to really reveal Christ. And also go to Proverbs 4 verse 7. Proverbs 4 verse 7. Proverbs 4 verse 7. He said, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all I get and get understanding, we are here to learn. I here to learn how to be balanced. Yes, we love God. We want to establish God's kingdom on earth. But then we need to learn how to be balanced so that we can be able to reveal Christ even to the world. Now, as Christians, we must be balanced. We must never fail in any area of our life. And the reason why we must never fail in any area of our life is because we are the salt of the earth. We are the salt of the earth. Matthew 5, verse 13 to 14. Wherever we are, let's open to Matthew 5, verse 13 to 14. Matthew 5, verse 13 to 14. Matthew 5, 13 to 14 says, Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its savour, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing, 
but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on an hill cannot be hid. We are light. People should see Christ in us. That is why we are called Christians. They can see us and they can see Christ Jesus. Now, so many believers hide under spirituality and they neglect every other area of their lives. Yes, we pray, we study scriptures, we go to fast, we go to church, but then we neglect other areas of our lives. But then the truth is that every area of our life matters. Every area of our life matters because we have to reveal Christ, which means that in our marital life we have to reveal Christ. In our physical life we have to preach Christ. In our career we have to preach Christ. So if we fail in any area of our lives, if we are not balanced, then that means Christ will not be preached in that particular area of our life. Christ will not be seen in that particular area of our life. Even if you are praying and you are doing so many things, but in our academics you are failing, then our academics we cannot preach Christ. Our academic is not preaching Christ. Our result is not preaching Christ. People will be like, ah, if this person that is pray like this, you will start failing. Then ah, I cannot be a Christian because I don't want to fail too. Then that will. It's to let people just, it's not really preach Christ. To make people accept Christ into their lives. That's supposed to make up for verse 1 to 2. Make up for verse 1 to 2. Saying that our life should showcase Christ. Every area of our life must showcase Christ. Make up 4 verse 1 to 2. Make up 4 verse 1 to 2. Make up 4 verse 1 to 2. It says, But in the last days it shall come to pass that the mountain of the earth of the Lord shall be established in the top of the mountains, and it shall be exalted above the hills, and people shall flow into it. And many nations shall come and say, Come, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, and to the house of the God of Israel. And he will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his path. For the Lord shall go forth of Zion, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Now he will teach us his ways. How will he teach the Gentiles his way? Through the Christians. So now in every area of our life, in every sector we are in, we are meant to reveal Christ. It's not just about we just praying. Yes, we must do it. That is our source. But then we need to reveal Christ. Through us, we will teach Gentiles in um, the finance sector his way. We will teach Christ in the um, engineering sector his way. We will teach Christ in every sector. He will, teach, he will reveal himself. We will teach Gentiles about Christ through us. So now we need to know our priorities as Christians. We need to know our priorities in every areas of our lives. So that we can spend our time and energy achieving goals. Yes, we can spend our time and energy achieving goals. Sometimes we need, we feel we have to be committed to a lot of things, and sometimes it looks like we are hardworking, but then the truth is we are draining ourselves and we are not achieving goals. Which means, as believers, we must always have goals. It's not a sin to have a goal you want to achieve, because that is fulfillment. You have a goal, you pursue that goal as a believer. But they can only pursue those goals only when you are balanced. Now, another thing again is that most believers give excuses. They give excuses for not doing things. I am busy. I am. I don't have time. But then the truth is that I am busy sometimes can mean I am not balanced because you know, like we don't have the time. But then most of most times, just we direct our energy doing the wrong things or things that are not needful. We have some important things that are urgent. We have some important things that are not urgent. We have some things that are neither important nor even urgent. As believers, we need to be able to balance our time. Before we say that we are busy, let us check. Is it true that we are busy? Is it that we cannot just spare little time to check up on others? Spare little time to, to spend time with um, your loved ones? Is it that you are just trying to look hardworking, whereas you are not 
balance as you don't have you are not you are not balancing yourself so because you cannot be so busy that you can i won't be able to eat i won't be able to sleep i won't use the toilet as long as you can have time to do that then that means you can be able to balance that time and do the right thing so we need to plan our time another problem again is that we have the brain of procrastination something we should do now we'll be like okay i'll do it later the thing is if you try to say you do something later the truth is you might forget or then you won't have time to do it again because when you procrastinate you are piling up your tax what you should do now do now just forget that you've done it you are piling it up okay be like okay just feel like calling someone checking up on someone like okay when i get to my call the person i'll check up on the person and then when you get to me forget the thing is once they come to your mind and that moment you're not doing anything like just pick up that phone and just call the person then you don't forget that okay you want to call someone you would have um, called the person and then you would have forgotten about it instead of just procrastinating again okay now time management okay time management is a skill that most believers we lack we don't know how to manage our time we don't know how to allocate time to which goal we want to achieve this is why i must know about it it's never over life must know what you want to achieve what i want to do yes i must preach christ I must preach Christ. Christ must be seen in every area of my life. How will I do it? If my life is not good, if my life is not portraying Christ, people will not come to Christ. So I was able to achieve. People should see something tangible like, ah, this person, let me follow this person's Christ. Let me follow this person's Christ. Now, we'll be looking at different areas of our lives and how we can balance them with our spiritual life. Now, spiritual life, yes, you can't live without God. God is our source. We can never live without God. We can never live without the help of the Holy Spirit. Let's go to Matthew 4 verse 4. Matthew 4 verse 4. Matthew 4 verse 4. It says, But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. God is so much interested in leading us. God is so much interested in helping us to balance our lives. Since once we preach Christ, then God is interested in helping us to preach Christ the right way. That's why He's going to teach us. That's why we have to come to learn at His feet. Because He tells us guidelines, what to do, okay, do this, do this. We able to preach Christ in every area of our lives. He is interested. He's interested in how we live our life to the fullest. He's interested in teaching us how to live in every area of our life so that we can preach Christ. So now we need to engage in spiritual exercises. That's just we need to engage in spiritual exercises. There's no say because we are working and then we get our spiritual life because that is our source. Our whole life is dependent on our spiritual life. We must find time to pray. We must find time to study. No matter how we say we are busy, we must find time to study. We must find time to pray. We shouldn't give excuses. Find time to fast. To engage in spiritual activities to edify us. And that's why we have the person of the Holy Ghost to help us. We pray in the Spirit. Even as you are on the road, you are praying in the spirit. Even as you are walking, you are praying in the spirit. Even as you are cooking, you are praying in the spirit. We are engaging the spirit. We are defying ourselves. So it's, uh, the Holy is a personality that is ready to help us. It's really ready to help us balance our lives. Our spiritual life must not neglect it because that is our source. That is that is just what we have. So now. We must be sensitive to the leading of the spirit. Yes, when we are sensitive to the leading of the spirit, it takes away anxiety. No when the Holy Spirit tells you to do this thing, it takes away fear from you. Once you do it, you have time to do other things. 
But if, if we don't have, if we are not sensitive to the need of the spirit, become anxious, you'll be like, you get stressed, you get tired, you'll be like, ah, I've not done this, I've not done that, how will I do this? You become confused. That's why we need to rely on the Holy Ghost so that He can lead us, all right, to do, so that we can be able to do other things. And now let's go to our physical life, and that's our health. Let's open to Third John, Third John verse two. Third John verse two. Third John verse two. Third John verse two. It says, "Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health, even as thy soul prospers." Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. Which means that it is God's will that we be in good health. It is God's will because if we are not in good health, we won't be able to establish God's kingdom on earth. If we break down today, we won't be able to establish God's kingdom on earth. So we need to take good care of ourselves. We need to take good care of ourselves. We should eat when we need to eat. We should eat. Please, these are not fasting. Eat when you need to eat. Eating too much, eating doesn't make you less spiritual. Eating doesn't make you less spiritual. You need to eat when you should eat. And eat, just eat, enjoy yourself. Once you are not fasting, please eat. And if the Holy Ghost is not leading you, don't go into long fast. When the Holy Ghost is not leading you to, without knowledge, because you want to keep the fire burning, you will not go into long fast, and then you become weak, you are even and it's marathon to break. You even need something else to break. You are not affecting your health. You are affecting your health. Now it's Matthew 4 verse 1 to 2. Matthew 4 verse 1 to 2. It was the only ghost that led Jesus to the wilderness. It was the only ghost that led him to the wilderness to fast and to pray. So that would be tempted of the devil. The only ghost led him. So when you are not fasting, please eat. And again, you need to sleep. It's not a sin if you sleep. Some people feel like sleeping means they are less spiritual. No. When you sleep, you are going to refresh in yourself. Your body will be refreshed. Let's go to Matthew 8. Matthew 8, verse 23 to 25. Matthew 8, verse 23 to 25. Matthew 8, verse 23 to 25. This is our Lord Jesus. Matthew 8, 23 to 25. And when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. Jesus was asleep. Let's go to Mark. Mark, we better. Mark 4, verse 38. Mark 4, verse 38. Mark 4, verse 38. Mark 4, verse 38. Let's start from 37. It says, And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the inner part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. Jesus, it was not like Jesus was taking sleep. He intentionally slept. He carried pillow and he slept. That is it. So you sleeping is not a sin, but it is a problem when you are conquered by sleep. It is a problem when you are a slave to sleep, to sleep. But you must be able to sleep. Because if you sleep, sleep actually has many benefits. It will boost your immune system. If you boost your immune system, it strengthens your heart and it improves your memory. If you are going on sleepless nights without any reason, you are not sleeping. You won't, you won't, be, you won't think straight. That's just it. You won't be thinking straight sometimes. You won't be thinking straight. That's just the truth. Because sleep improves your memory. Because when you think you calm down, like you calm down, your brain will be able to think again. Your brain will reset. All the parts of your body will reset. Please sleep. It's not a sin to sleep. 
it's not the thing to sleep because if we don't take care of our health, once we break down, is it when we are sick that will be praying Ephesians one seventeen prayer? We cannot pray Ephesians one seventeen prayer when we are sick. Because even if you want to pray, it's dead. The pains won't even allow you to even pray. So that's why it is good we take care of ourselves. We need to balance this. We need to take care of ourselves. As we preach, at least let us take care of our health. Let us take care of our health. Eat, sleep when you should do it. So now to our career and to our job, the thing is it needs to be a light. Because just we are the light of the world, actually. We are city set on an eve that cannot be eaten. So we need to be a light in our place of work. It's going to be bad when we are always being late to our place of work. All in the name of my quiet time. I need to do my quiet time. That's how you go late to your shop. You go late to your store. It shouldn't be an excuse. We need to try to balance. Okay, when do I wake up and do this? When do I do this? Because there are personal relationship with God. So we, we talk with God, okay, this is the time, okay, I want to do this thing. I want to pray, I want to study. But then we shouldn't let it, because that is just an excuse. Letting it affect our career, because our bosses, we have to submit to them. We have to submit to them. Say submission to authority, we have to submit fully to them. Because they are the ones that are above us, we need to submit to them. Now, as a marketer now, if you are, like what I said, eating, don't as going into long fast when the Lagos has not directed you to go into fast. You are going into long fast, they are going to work. You're a marketer. How will you showcase the company in the positive light when you are leaning on anything you want to lean on? The customers don't even, won't even listen to you because you are just, you are not really showcasing, you are not active. You are not active. So, in our careers, we really need to be light. We need to balance this thing. When you should wake up, wake up at that time. Wake up then, do your quiet time, do your prayers, and then go to um, your um, place of work early. Because if your boss is complaining about you, God is not happy. That is just it. God is not happy if your boss is always complaining about you. And you that you have a business, you have a store, you should know that, okay, this is when I should be going to my store, to my shop. Because if, okay, now you sell confessionaries, you sell sweets, you sell biscuits, and you stay in the school area, but then, it is now at that time that, children, that um, school will close, that you know that you start programming in church. You are losing your customers. You are losing your customers. So we need to really balance this thing. You know that, okay, even if I go for video, okay, this time I must wake up to go to my place of work. We must be able to balance everything. And now, to our social life, to our social life, our family, the thing is, even though Jesus was into ministry, see our time alone, with his disciples. He had time alone. He created time so that we were able to teach them, we were able to talk to them, we were able to reveal some things to them. Matthew 20, verse 17. Matthew 20, verse 17. Matthew 20, verse 17. Matthew 20, verse 17. And Jesus, going up to Jerusalem, took the twelve disciples apart in the way. And said unto them, and then began to talk to them. He spent time with his loved ones. He spent time with his um, disciples. So our social life must not suffer. Only because we say we are spiritual. Our social life should not suffer. We should have to check up on our loved ones. We should have to like, create time and spend time with our loved ones. We are in a relationship. You have to spend time with your fiance. It shouldn't be good like it's just phone and just you just calling yourself. You need to spend time. Spend time. Because that is when you can able to talk about the kind of family you want to create. If you don't spend time with your loved ones, you lose them. That's justice. You lose them gradually. They tend not to trust in you. As parents, if you don't create time for your children, your children will not even trust in you. 
than it. They will just be like, okay, our parents are always going to work and just doing this thing. They won't trust you because they are not always there to listen to them. Anytime you come back, don't you have been asleep. It's not an issue, but then even if every time you come back from work, you know, um, always asleep. You cannot spend time for them during weekends. Okay, this must be a family time. Let's just talk. Let's just talk and give. Then they begin to tell you everything that has happened during their week. You'll be surprised at the things they will tell you. That they will really trust you because you really have time for them. They'll, even if they have any problem, they will come to you first. Instead of going to their friends outside to tell them because they know that you really care about them. And for you to know that it's not a sin to go out and just enjoy yourself, spend time. Let's go to Matthew 26, 17 to 20. It's not a sin to hang out. Matthew 20, 17 to 20. Matthew 26, 17 to 20. Matthew 20, 17 to 20. Now, the first day of the feast of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying unto him, Where we thou that you prepare for this to eat the Passover? And he said, Go into the city to such a man, and say unto him, The master said, My time is at hand, I will keep the Passover at thy house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. Now, when the evening was come, he sat down with the church. He knew he had to just do this thing. He knew he had to just Stay with them together. Now then he began to talk about the blood of covenant. Because when you when you go out and you spend time together with people, you talk, you even you you'll be at ease. You'll be able to cool off. All this stress you have able to cool off. It's not bad. Go to the cinema. Go to the restaurant. Just go out. Enjoy yourself. Just cool off. Just ease the stress. And again, we do have public holidays in Nigeria. You can just do the public holidays. Just go out with your friends, go out with your family members. Go, don't take a vacation with your family. They'll be happy. They'll be happy. Everybody will be joyful. Everybody will want to talk. So your spiritual life and relationship must not suffer because you say you are spiritual. It must not suffer. Because if we don't have time for children, as a parent, don't have time for your children. The thing is, even if you are trying to preach to them, they won't really believe because they are not, to them, since they are not, you don't have time for them, it means you don't love them. That's just it. Since they won't have time for them, it means you don't love them. So you have to listen to them and pray time for your family. And again, our financial life, we need to save. Yes, because even if as we give cheerfully, we need to save. It won't be bad, it'll be bad if as believers they are begging, they are like, ah, this person, nobody wants to, like, I don't know the God this person is serving. You know? So we need to at least save in our financial life. We need to be careful of how we spend. You shouldn't just spend money anyhow. You shouldn't just do everything once you get. That's what we get. No. You have to state your, your priorities, the things you need that are urgent. That's what you should spend your money on. Some other things can still wait. Some other things can still wait. That Christian should be balanced. Not just everything you spend your money on. I want to spend. Want to, no. Even if you have that craving and everything, can still surprise you that, okay, let me do the needful. Instead of me just wasting my money on what I am is not important. So as believers, you must be able to set up priorities. When you get your salary, list your priorities. Know what you need. Then you spend money on that so that you can still save up a little. So now for our academics, for students, can be, I remember a particular story when I was young. We had, we had an external exam. So the, the particular guy, we started the exam. The, the boy was not on seat. We were like, what's happening? What's happening? Then, almost at the end of the exam, we saw the boy and the mother. mother was crying. I was like, ah, what happened? Then we later heard that the guy went for a video. 
he went for video and then because he went for video, now slept off and he forgot that he had exam the next day. So the thing is, even as believers, there is no valid one to go for video during the exam. But then you shouldn't let it affect your studies. But able to balance that with the best students in your class. That's the priority. Then you can now channel every activity to your loved ones. Great. So now, nothing is. They cannot do everything again from depression. John already did that. That was his own ministry. Prepared the way for God, for uh, for Jesus. So he can't do everything. So as a Christian, we don't need to balance. Because like I said, every day of our life we are preaching Christ. We are preaching Christ. We will see Christ in us in everything we do. And I pray that even as we have heard the word, that God will bless it in our hearts. That he himself we expand it in our hearts in the name of Jesus. I want us to pray. Let us just pray and just speak to God that God should help us to be doers of the word. We want us to be preaching Christ. We want our life to preach Christ. That we should be doers of the word. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for listening. We hope you are blessed. For questions or inquiries, send an email to belovedcityunited at gmail.com. You can download our messages on our Beloved City Telegram page and be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms for more updates. We hope to see you next time. Stay blessed.